Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer Zoe, I see you in the chat room. Welcome aboard. Uh, good to be with you guys. Good to uh, be part of this podcasting community again. Uh, I see a number of you are watching over on Facebook Live. Tonight, uh, we are looking at the different new chapters that we endure, that we go through. Uh, Todd, welcome aboard. Good to see you as well. Uh, if you have any sort of comments or any sort of things that you would like to add during the duration of this podcast, during this broadcast, please feel free to chime in and mention it in the chat room on Facebook Live, or if you are on the chat room over on the audio side of things, I welcome you aboard as well. I know I've been so inconsistent this semester as it's related to uh, Untorn, and I got to tell you, I apologize for that, really trying to hammer in and, and buckle down on what really matters and in, in, in life. And uh, if I can just be so honest, we go through seasons in life, different cycles in life. And for me, uh, it's been a season, a time of kind of disorientation and, and, and finding uh, the new normal or the, uh, the right orientation in life, uh, reorient myself to the things that matter. And, and tonight we're going to look at what new chapters uh, look like in our lives. So when we come into these new seasons, what are we going after? What are we running after? What is our focus? Uh, you know, I'm a huge proponent on talking about mission, vision, purpose, staying plugged into that, which really matters, staying, staying true to form in what you are about. And without, again, without further ado, uh, I welcome you to share anything that is on your heart on the Facebook side of things or on the audio side of things. Please feel free to chime in and share some thoughts during tonight's uh, duration of Untorn broadcast. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to dive in tonight into John uh, chapter 1. We're going to read about a new season, a new time in life uh, for Jesus coming on the scene. So check this out. Let's pray, and then we're going to read John 1. So God, thanks for tonight. I want to thank you for people that are tuning in from different places and spaces. I want to pray, Lord, that uh, you would be with our discussion tonight, that we would, again, be focused on that which matters most instead of uh, buckling down on on things that really need to take a back seat. Uh, Lord, allow us to put things in proper perspective uh, through your through your Holy Spirit's leadership. Uh, Give us the right vision, give us the right conversation, and may you get all the glory for it. Thanks, God. We love you, and we pray this in your name. And together we say, amen. All right, so this is John chapter 1, verses 29 uh, through uh, 34. Let's read God's word together. It reads as follows. The next day, he, referring to John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend like, uh, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. 
I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I've seen and have bore witness that this is the Son of God. So, some quick snapshot thoughts as it relates to this passage and reorientation, new beginnings, new seasons of life uh, that we walk through. We look at verses 29 and 30, and it talks about one of these, what I like to call, it's him moments. He's here. The, The guy that I've been talking about has arrived. It's one of those anticipatory moments for everybody that's on the scene to get excited because Jesus is there. He's showing himself off, and he's making himself known. It's reminders of what John said, and it happened the next day, as we read in verse 29, the very next day. There he is. There's Jesus on the scene, and it's happening. You never know God's timing for one of those it's him moments. And when it comes to seasons of reorientation, coming out of one chapter, moving into another, I think we need to understand that we might not see Jesus in the same way as we've seen him before because our knowledge of him and our growth in him is changing. And hopefully you are closer to him than you've ever been before. And hopefully tomorrow you you will grow closer to him and, and see what that's all about. See, verse 31 kind of builds on this whole idea of it's him. It's, it's again, this this moment of anticipation. It's arrived. It's happening. John uh, John chapter 1 verse 31 says, I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed, talking about Jesus being revealed to Israel. The purpose, the intent, the mission, the focus is clear here that John the Baptist is saying, you know what? It's about the dude that's coming after me. I'll baptize with water, which points to Jesus. But what Jesus comes on the scene with is baptizing with the Holy Spirit. Which begs the question, what is my life revealing? What is your life revealing? What is your life pointing to? And what is my life pointing to? It's pretty wild when you think about it. And as you put these different things together, here's here's what I think. I think sometimes in my life I'm revealing a bitter 30-something who's kind of stuck. I get frustrated. I get angry sometimes. I've been okay and even satisfied with it, and that's not a good place to be. I don't want to be in this anymore. I don't want to remain fine with being a victim and frustrated and, and just going through life with what it is want to go after the more that I'm made for. And and my life is meant to reveal Christ to, to my children, to my wife, to those that I'm around. It's, it's really a serious conviction that's starting to hammer home even deeper in my heart. The reveal in verse 31 is, again, John proclaiming, I want to reveal Jesus through the baptism of water to all of Israel. I want my life to point to Jesus in the everyday happenings of life. 
so that no matter what season I'm going through, no matter what timing you are going through, my friends, ultimately it comes down to, is my life pointing to Jesus? So verses 32 through 34 talk about John bearing witness. I've seen and bore witness. The story becomes told and reality is is happening. The reality of the prophecy or the prediction beforehand now coming on the scene. When becoming a witness, it's the proclaiming of one's own story, one's own experience. And in this case, John the Baptist has been telling the story and Jesus shows up and the story that had already been proclaimed comes into reality and comes into focus. John had received an experience, a touch from God with the anointing of his son as he's watching this baptism take place. It's confirming to what is already known to John the Baptist, further enhanced in order to impact the story. There's no debating to this story. There's no fact-finding mission. There's no... uh, thing that says, well, I need to continue to make sure that uh, I'm finding the evidence is proclaimed as truthful and fact from one's experience. No one can argue with your story. No one can argue with my story because it's my story and because it's your story. Certainly we can try to fight it in different capacities, but my friends, that's That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. The question I come up with here is is simple. Talked about revealing in, in this whole idea, verse 31, mission, vision, purpose, direction, focus. What about experiencing? My experiences with Jesus as of late are sometimes strained and skewed because of the very chapter of life that I'm going through right now. And guess what? It might be the same for you. Maybe you can relate to that tonight. My desire is to experience hope and a sense of renewed purity, especially walking into a new chapter. I don't want the old man. I don't want uh, the old person to be alive anymore. I want the person of Jesus to be alive in me. So we have these it's him moments as we've talked about at the opening of of this passage in John 1 verses 29 uh, through 34. We have this question of what's being revealed in my life and what's being revealed in your life. And we conclude by saying and talking about how or what am I witnessing? These are really the key elements that speak to me out of this passage and Certainly there may be different things that speak to you out of this passage. And if you'd like to chime in and share what those things are, please feel free to do so. But the idea is is here that ultimately we could use a lot more purity and a lot less self in our lives, especially as we start new chapters. See, the when we, when we enter into a new season or when we go through a new chapter in life, 
we are oftentimes tempted to rely on our own resources. Or we are tempted to rely, rely on our own capacities, whatever those things may be. And as we read here, as we look at John the Baptist entering into a new season with Jesus coming on the scene, it doesn't mean that John the Baptist is done. It doesn't mean that John the Baptist's story is meaningless, meaningless or worthless. It just means that it might be a change of focus for him. Maybe he can back off and allow Jesus to show up more. I'm challenged tonight. And I want to follow Jesus. And I hope and pray that that is something that you would desire too. Of the many different things out there to follow, especially those of you who are watching right now over on the social media side of things, there are so many people that you could follow, that you could run after, that you could go after. But when it comes down to it, for you and for me, it needs to come down to one. One God, one Lord, one Savior. One Spirit. And that really is the focus of tonight's Untorn. We look at John 1, verses 29 through 34. And this transition that happens, this life change that takes place, does not diminish John's capacity. In fact, I would venture to guess that John the Baptist might say, you know what? It's time for me to involve myself in this new endeavor with Jesus being on the scene. It's not news of, can't wait till he comes. It's news of, he's arrived. And I get to share that with other people. Same for you. We don't have to wait around. He's alive. He's here. He's forgiven. So let's receive it. Let's walk in that reality and proclaim it to those that we do life with around us each and every day. Even if it just means setting the bar of example of excellence, go for it. So thank you, my friends. Thanks for being part of Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Uh, It's truly an honor and a privilege to be with you. Again, we have these it's him moments. Anticipation. He shows up. Yes, huzzah, it's awesome. Which leads into the question of what's being revealed in and through my life. And then the other question that I would leave you with again is who or what am I witnessing? Who or what are you witnessing? Thanks for being part of Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. Next week we're off for a week because it's Thanksgiving. Go be thankful with friends. Go be thankful with family. Uh, And then we get into a Christmas series coming your way in two weeks from today. So God bless you, my friends. Thanks for being part of this broadcast where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. Those of you on the Facebook side of things, stick around. We'll do some prayer together. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you, my friends. Until next time, I'm Jay Trainer for Untorn.net.
Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS ID 399801.